Welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any other injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and ways that I might be helpful to you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible. It is a new American Standard Bible that does include historical documents from the Founders era. It is an awesome Bible for you and for your family, and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. Well, today is day 17 in our 30-day series on joy, and we're going to be in Galatians today, and I just wanted to uh, briefly just talk about, you know, what the purpose of this letter from Paul to the Galatians was, so that we can have a little bit of context when we look into our reading for today. So, a little bit about Galatians. Uh, It was written around 49 to 52 AD from Antioch, and it was prior to the Jerusalem Council. So, this is the Apostle Paul's very first letter written to believers throughout southern Galatia, and they are being hounded by a group of Pharisaic Judaizers who are looking to bring these largely Gentile believers under the yoke of the Jewish law. Galatians is Paul's missile shot over the bow, his, his planting the flag of Christian freedom. What follows is the fruit of a rather profound transformation of one, the most notorious former enemies of the church. If anyone can go toe-to-toe with these misguided slaves to the law, it's Paul. He is the former super-Pharisee of Pharisees, the top of the religious food chain, whose zeal for God led him to actually kill and persecute the followers of this rogue religious sect, and he saw as perverting Judaism. These followers of Jesus must be stopped, stoned, and killed if need be. Imagine at the zenith of your effort to purge the planet of this error, God Almighty, whom you sincerely believe you are serving, appears to you in a blinding shaft of light that knocks you to the ground and calls you by, the, by name Saul. There is no doubt who this is. The voice of authority can be none other than God. And so Jesus reveals himself to Paul, and, you know, he... He was killing Christians. Paul was killing Christians, all in the name of God. So this book is the result of 14 years of sorting this out with God himself, being alone in the desert, going dormant, needing to do nothing but, but to hear from him. And this is the revelation from heaven, not mere teaching from other men. Truth from the source, whose name is Jesus. Your encounter is undeniably real. You have been touched and transformed by this gospel of grace, and you have found freedom. You know what it is to work harder at religion than anyone, and then you encountered the Holy Spirit. You now know the difference between God's spirit and his work and your flesh and human effort. 
One brings life, the other worthless sweat. It all works by faith, the fruit of having heard his voice. It empowers you to obey. Oh, the freedom. It's incredible. You have tested the difference. One is delectable. The other is now detestable. You have been saved and you know it. It was Jesus and him crucified. That's it. You couldn't add a single ounce of anything to that. And what freedom to to not have to. If people only knew everything would change, they'd become new creations. The wisdom of men is foolishness, but the spirit of the Lord, now there is liberty. This letter is an invitation to come to know that for yourself. So that is the context of this letter. It is to bring Christian freedom. So with that, thank you for um, following, for going along with me on that right there. That was written uh, in the, the Founder's Bible. And I love how they explain the books um, just to help to refresh your memory on why these were written and all of those things. So I do, I do appreciate what um, they have included here. So we are going to be reading today Galatians 5, 22 through 26. So let's go and find the joy. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, envying one another. And that is joyful indeed because it is literally giving us the the answers on walking with the Spirit and what that means, what qualities ones possess when they're walking with Spirit rather than walking by the flesh or by the law. So just above this, um, Paul explains that for the whole law is fulfilled in one word, in the statement, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And by walking by the Spirit, if we, if we, if we do that, then we will not carry out the desire of our flesh or the desire of our soul right? What we think is best, what we want to do all the time, right? If we walk by the spirit, then we are, we are following what God wants us to be doing or what, how God wants us to be conducting ourselves, especially with others. And so if we are in, you know, if we are being fruitful, right, we are feeling love and joy. We are being loving and joyful and peaceful, and practicing patience, and kindness, and goodness, and faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, and the law does not apply, and that is the freedom, and that is the joy, right? The law, the law does not apply to the fruit of the Spirit, and so why wouldn't we, why wouldn't we try the majority of the time to be walking in that fruit, right? I mean, Come on, you know, so it's easier said than done, but this is a wonderful, um, a wonderful reading to bookmark, to come back to. I know I need to come back to it often. I know that, um, I'm, I'm, I was looking up, let's see, uh, in verse 20 and I'm like outbursts of anger. I'm like, Oh gosh, you know, Ooh, I need to be better about that. I get a little bit, you know, expressive 
in my anger at times. And so I need to work on more self-control. So I am praying for more self-control in my own life. And maybe there is one of these fruits that you would like to call in a little bit more in your life as well. Uh, But they're all incredible and powerful. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for giving us the formula on how and what it looks like to walk with the Spirit and to walk in freedom, to walk in your liberty, Lord, by choosing the good fruits of the Spirit, of your, of, of, the, of your Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, Lord. That's what we, we want to be choosing. That is how we want to interact in this world with all people in our lives. Please give us the perseverance and the strength to really be fruitful. We pray that we can be fruitful. We pray that we can walk in the Spirit, Lord. And we pray that we can turn away from our desires, our, our fleshly desires, or the desires of our soul. We want, to, we want to fulfill what you want for us in this life. And we just say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. May we be fruitful and joyful. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.